Hi, I'm Dr. Thomas McGinn, the Executive Vice President for the Physician Enterprise, and welcome to the five-minute check-in. Today is Wednesday, February 2nd, and we have a lot to discuss. First and foremost, we're going to take a look at Omicron and its situation across the United States. Second, we're going to take a close look at some of the outpatient therapies. Some of these are no longer to be used, and some of them are new. Then we're going to look at a recent study in Scotland that looked at the relationship between asthma and COVID. And finally, we're going to take a quick look at a landmark article about Epstein-Barr virus and multiple sclerosis. So as you can see, we have a lot to cover, including at the very end, we're going to go over recognition of some of the outstanding work going on throughout the physician enterprise. So let's get started. Take a look at the numbers across the United States. So the good news across the board is that the cases are dropping dramatically. We are below the 600,000 rate. That's way down from over 800,000, so a 20% decrease. The other good news is that hospitalizations are down approximately 10%. And remember, that usually lags behind. The sad news is that the death rate is on the rise. And that is common. It's a common lagging factor that we see with COVID after hospitalizations. Here at Common Spirit, the numbers are almost exactly the same. Case rates down, hospitalizations down, but mortality slightly on the increase. Now, the CDC has taken another look at this, comparing those who are vaccinated or boosted compared to those unvaccinated and looked at mortality rate. The data is striking. The weekly average deaths per 100,000 from October to November 2021 for the unvaccinated is eight per 100,000 down to one per 100,000 for the vaccinated, and then even a dramatic drop to 0.1 per 100,000 for the boosted. So this demonstrates very clearly this pandemic and this most recent wave is about those who are unvaccinated and also demonstrates the amazing protection that getting boosted provides for all of us. Now, while seeing these trends going in the right direction, which is so great to see, we also have to be careful and thoughtful about what we need to do going forward. I think there are two key things that we need to be prepared for. One, we need to be testing anywhere, everywhere, and rapid testing needs to be available. The number two thing that we need to think about is treatments outside of the hospital to prevent hospitalizations. There are basically two forms of treatment. There's intravenous therapies and there's oral therapies. So let's review that a little bit as we go into this next phase of this pandemic. Up first is a new publication that came out in the New England Journal examining a recent study on remdesivir for patients who are at high risk for admission. In this nicely designed randomized controlled trial, looking at over 562 patients, they were randomized to get remdesivir or control to see the number of hospitalizations. The study had quite remarkable results with an 87% relative risk reduction in those needed admissions in the treatment arm versus the placebo arm. So let's look at the monoclonal antibodies, which again are intravenous. There are currently three of these on the market. The first two listed here are no longer considered effective against Omicron and should not be given to our patients. The third, so trivimab, is considered effective against the Omicron variant and can be used. But remember, these are intravenous, just like the remdesivir. Now let's take a look at the two new oral agents, the antiviral therapies that can be taken at home and prescribed from the office. It's Paxlovid and Molnipavir. The good news is these are very effective. Paxlovid, as you can see in this graph, showed an 80% reduction in need for hospitalization, and molnipavir showed a 30% relative risk reduction in need for hospitalizations. These pills are in low supply, so they're hard to get, but I do hope over the next few weeks we'll see an increase in that supply. One key point with Paxlovid, it does have a lot of drug-drug interactions. 
The most significant of those is with statins. So you will have to hold statins during this therapy phase. And last, we'll take a look at a recent study that came out of Scotland that looked at the impact of COVID on asthmatics. Early on in the pandemic, it was unclear whether asthmatics suffered more from COVID and needed more admissions. As a matter of fact, in some of the recent studies, one of which I performed, it did not look like, like asthmatics were having more frequent admissions. But this very thorough study out of Scotland that looked at over 500,000 asthmatic, it clearly demonstrates that asthmatics with COVID have more need for admissions, more ICU, and actually a higher mortality rate. All of this information is important because it may indicate that our asthmatics need more booster shots, more to follow up on that. Last but not least, a little bit of a teaser, a major landmark study, very significant, looking at the relationship of Epstein-Barr virus and multiple sclerosis. It really does look like Epstein-Barr is the cause of multiple sclerosis, but we're gonna take a deep dive on that with some experts in an upcoming five-minute check-in. Now for some congratulations and recognitions. First, and the most amazing feat, we reached over 2 million virtual visits. Now this is good news for our patients and their care, but it's also great news for the environment. That 2 million telehealth visits translates into reducing greenhouse gas emissions by more than 20,000 metric tons, the equivalent of more than 24,000 acres of forest being saved. In addition, our patients saved $5.4 million in gas expenses and got back 1.2 million hours to spend with family and friends. So congratulations to the whole team who puts together these virtual visits. CHI Memorial Medical Group celebrated the opening of the CHI Memorial Endocrinology Associates, a practice that provides comprehensive care for type one and type two diabetics, patients suffering from various thyroid conditions like thyroid cancer. So congratulations to Dr. Sekar and Tiffany Potter and the entire team for opening that new practice. Finally, CHI Health Clinic was awarded CPC Plus Learning Community Practice Engagement Award for their work to accelerate value-based care and deliver high-quality primary care in population health to Medicare patients. Last but not least, please do not forget to tune in to the PE Summit on April 19th. A save the date will be coming out shortly. Thanks for joining me, and I'll see you all in two weeks.